universe. Well, guess what? You are the center of your universe. And you should give yourself some credit for that. One mistake that I think that we make as humans and that I know I have certainly made in my life is not putting myself first. We are told that part of our purpose here on earth is to serve others. And I agree with this. One mistake that we make is putting the wants of others above our own needs or even prioritizing someone else's needs as more important than your own needs. And I believe in sharing what you have. I believe in serving others. But I do not believe in serving others to the cost of yourself. One, one thing we talk about on the show is how to love yourself more. And one thing that's crucial for loving yourself more is recognizing your own needs and prioritizing them. You cannot build a greater, truer love for yourself if you are always putting other people before yourself. And there's times in your life when that's necessary. If you're a mother, if you have children, or if you're a parent, or if you have children, things in your job, etc. However, all of those things that you're doing should be for the purpose of serving your own life. In giving service to others, you sh- part of your motivation in doing that should be and can be in what you're going to get back from it. I'm all for selfless service, but we also know that there is no such thing as truly as a truly selfless act. It's what my friend Cody calls selfishly caring. Because anytime you try to care about others and you do it with a true heart, you will receive benefits back to yourself. I think the mistake we make is thinking that we are not allowed to put ourselves first. I think a mistake that we make is thinking that we are not worthy of putting ourselves first. And if that's how you feel or if that's something that might feel familiar to you when I say it, I want you to ask yourself, who told you you don't deserve to put yourself first? You are the number one person in your life. You are the center of your own universe. And until you realize that and recognize it, you will always be out of orbit. Your life will go better when you serve yourself. And you can serve yourself by serving others. I recommend that. But do not put other people's wants above your own needs. And if that feels selfish, I'm here to tell you right now, that's okay. You have permission to be selfish. As I said, you are the number one person in your own life. Your universe does revolve around you. Start acting like it. An important part of that, when you realize the world does revolve around you, it also gives you permission to stop comparing yourself to others because this is your world. One thing you need to recognize is that other people are also the center of their universe. 
So saying that you are the center of your universe doesn't make you bigger or better than anyone else. It just means that you're prioritizing where you need to prioritize. Other people should recognize that they are the center of their own universe and should prioritize themselves first. In fact, asking someone else to put themselves above you to prioritize you over them, that's not fair. One thing I always tell you, one of my favorite sayings that I've been saying for decades is, I am no better than anyone else, but no one is better than me. It's not about comparing. It's about honoring. One of the truest and biggest mistakes that we make in our lives is to not honor ourselves. Here's the thing that you need to understand. No one knows your truth better than you know your truth. I've quoted many times, and I'll quote it again, one of my favorite poems by Shel Silverstein, and I have a few. There is a voice inside of us that whispers all day long, I know that this is right for me. I know that that is wrong. No teacher, preacher, parent, friend, or wise man can decide what's right for you. Just listen to the voice that speaks inside. When I read that, when I say that, I feel that resonating inside my soul as true. But here's a catch. Not everything that Shel Silverstein says is true. Not every poem he ever wrote resonates with my soul. Just because he said one thing that resonates with me does not mean that every other thing that Shel Silverstein says is true. And how do I decide? I listen to what resonates inside my soul. Same thing goes for me, guys. I think I'm really smart. I think I know a lot of things because I've studied and I've put a lot of thought into most all of the things that I talk to you about. But you might hear me say something that resonates as true for you. That doesn't mean every single thing that I say is true for you. Just because I somehow got permission to sit behind a radio or sit behind a microphone and talk on the radio doesn't mean that every single thing that I say is true. It's your job. It is your responsibility to decipher for yourself what is true for you and what isn't. This means that you must be accountable to yourself. In fact, the only person you can truly be accountable to is yourself. Let's go back to the airplane metaphor. When you're on the airplane, they tell you, always put your own oxygen mask on first. If you try to help the person next to you put on their oxygen mask, you might pass out. That few seconds it takes to put on their oxygen mask might cause you to pass out, in which case you can no longer help anybody. However, if you put on your own oxygen mask, then you'll be getting oxygen, and even if the person next to you passes out, you will be able to help them put on their mask because you will already have yours on. Please put on your own oxygen first. You deserve it. You are worthy of it. And if someone ever told you that you're not worthy, consider if that information is true for you. Because there is no person, being, entity on earth 
that has all of your truth. Only you can have all of your truth. And we've talked a lot before also about listening to intuition. There's many different names for it. Intuition, soul speak, Holy Ghost, higher self. The term I want to use today is higher voice because you have a higher voice. It's inside of you. And if you listen, it will resonate when you hear something that is true for you. Also, when you learn to listen to it, it will speak to you things that are true for you that may or may not be true for anyone else. Your higher voice is how God speaks directly to you. And the guidance that God has for you may very likely or even probably be very different than the guidance that God has for someone else, which is why you can't judge someone else for the way that they live because even if the way that they live seems completely different or opposite or or against everything that you've ever been told how someone should live, that's someone else telling you. You cannot decide for anyone else how they should live their life. You can give them advice, just like I hope to do for you. But it's up to each individual person to listen to God speak to them through their own higher voice and make their own life decisions on their own and follow the path that they and God have for themselves. You can be the center of your own universe. You should be. I hope you are. And at the same time, recognize and acknowledge that other people are the center of their own universe and they have a higher voice that speaks to them too. Your higher voice knows truths that you have never considered. You might ask yourself, well, if I'm not allowed to trust what other people say to me, how do I know anything? Listen to your higher voice. Your higher voice will give you revelations about yourself, God, and how you fit in the universe that no one else can give you. Learn to listen to it. Learn to trust it. And if you're not used to listening to your higher voice, it might take some time to get used to recognizing it. It might take some time to get used to trusting it. Here's one way that you can. If you get a signal, a message, a resonation, something from your higher voice telling you something about yourself or about your life or about what you should do, you can always ask for confirmation of that. God wants you to get the picture clearly, and he gives us messages over and over and over and over again. He will never, ever, ever tire of telling you what you need to hear. And that means if you get the message the first time and you question it, you can go back and ask again. And that means if you get it the fourth or fifth or seventh time and you're still not sure, you can go back and ask again. And one way that you can ask is to ask for signs, to ask for signals, to ask for coincidences. Coincidences are one of my favorite things. In fact, as I was last night sitting on my couch with my clipboard making notes about what I was going to talk to you about today, about living your life for you, being number one in your own life, I had my television on and I wasn't paying attention to it very much until a scene came on where a father was talking to his son. And the father says to his son, this is your life. 
You need to live it for you. Not joking. By quote. And I almost jumped off the couch and said, wow, how could the TV say at that moment exactly what I was writing down? Because that was a coincidence, and we all know coincidences are not accidents. A coincidence is the, the perfect alignment of two points. And I was given an acknowledgement even as I was making my notes of exactly what I'm trying to tell you, that you are the most important person in your life and you need to live your life for you with love and service to others, but also knowing that giving love and service to others will reward you in return. And you might think, well, that's selfish. What's wrong with being selfish? Who said you can't be selfish? You're not trying to take things away from other people. You are simply prioritizing what's important and who you serve. And if someone told you that that's being selfish, acknowledge that no preacher, teacher, parent, or friend, or wise man can decide what's right for you. You have to listen to the voice that speaks inside. So just because someone else told you that, even if that other person told you other things that you believe to be true, even if that other person told you things that do resonate in your soul, doesn't mean that everything they told you is true. It is your responsibility to take every single piece of information and hold it against, compare it against, weigh it against your own experience in your life and what your higher voice says to you. You don't have to do this. You can go through your life however you've been living and you'll get to the end, I promise. And you will still succeed and you will still get to go to heaven. But if you want to find more joy, more passion and more purpose in this life, you must learn to listen to and trust yourself. This is something that I've been doing for the last several years. I haven't always done it. But when I started thinking for myself and putting myself first, my lifelong headaches went away. When I started putting myself first, putting my own needs above other people's wants, I found more happiness, more joy, and more satisfaction in my own life. And yet at the same time, I am better able to love and serve others because my capacity for that has increased. Don't ever accept any truth until you've weighed it against your own experience. And that meant that I have spent the last several years of my life going through item by item, topic by topic, line by line, things that I once believed to be true and compared them not against what someone else told me, but what against what I know is true for myself. And some of that was difficult because there are some things that I literally took as gospel because someone else told me that. And I have found different truths that are more true for myself. And maybe what somebody else told me was gospel for them. Maybe that was true for them. But as I said, your higher voice will speak what's true to you. And it is possible for your higher voice and someone else's higher voice, even though the, that is in both situations, God speaking to you, God has different messages for you than they have for someone else. Your truth can be different than someone else's truth. And that's what's known as the divine dichotomy. 
Why are you unable to listen to your own voice to acknowledge the truth that comes from within you? Very, very often, it's because you were given information at some point in your life. Someone told you in one way, form, or manner, maybe with words, maybe with actions, maybe with something else, that you weren't worthy, that you didn't deserve it, or that your worthiness to receive God's messages was dependent upon your behaviors or your actions. And I want you to listen carefully to me and decide if this is true for you. You are always worthy. You are a child of God, and that cannot change. God loves you more than you can imagine, and that cannot change. God will not pull back his guidance and information from you based on your behaviors. God will not pull back guidance, love, and information from you based on your behaviors. God is unconditional love. Unconditional means he loves you the same all the time, no matter what. No matter who you are, no matter what you look like, no matter how much money is in your bank account or what kind of car you drive or what drink you had with breakfast or what other choices you are making in your life. God's love for you is unconditional. And along with that unconditional love, comes guidance, direction, and support. And nothing you can do will cause God to pull back his guidance and his direction from you. Nothing. It's almost, there's a story in the Bible about the shepherd who loses a sheep. And this one sheep did something that the shepherd thought he wasn't supposed to do. The sheep wandered off the little lost lamb, and yet the shepherd left his flock to go find that one lamb. He didn't say, huh, forget that one. He didn't follow instructions because the shepherd loved all of his sheep and was willing to do whatever it took to keep all of his sheep. If someone told you or if you have for whatever reason come to believe that God is can or will pull back his guidance or that for some reason you don't deserve it. Listen again and come to understand that that doesn't happen. Your guidance, your direction, your higher voice will always, always, always speak to you. The only reason you're not hearing it is because you are under the illusion that you can't for some reason. And that is an illusion. That voice is always there. Take the time to learn to listen to it. Take the time to learn to recognize it. Take the time to learn to trust it. And in trusting that voice, you will learn to trust yourself. And as you learn to trust yourself, you will learn to love yourself more. And as you learn to love yourself more, you will find greater satisfaction and joy in your own life. I promise. Here's one small example that I've had recently of how I have followed my own direct guidance. 
as you know, I'm a nurse and I had an early opportunity, should I accept it, to receive the COVID-19 vaccination. And I didn't know if that was a good idea for me. I had a lot of concerns about it. I had a lot of worries. I was on the fence because there were reasons to get it and reasons not to get it that I came up with in my mind. And so I talked to the one guy I know who's smarter than I am. I went to God and I asked him, should I get the vaccination? The answer I got immediately was yes. And that surprised me because I didn't think that was the answer I was going to get. And so I asked for clarification. Uh, are you sure? And immediately again, I got the answer yes. And so I got my COVID-19 vaccination. However, just because I got it doesn't mean you should. My higher voice spoke to me from God and told me, yes, do this. But that does not mean that that's the answer for everybody else. Just because I got it does not mean you should get it. Your higher voice, your guidance from God might tell you something very different from what it told me. I have absolute respect for people who choose not to get the vaccination even though I got it. Because what's right for me is not the same thing that is right for you. Necessarily. And I have no place to judge someone who got a different message from God than I got. Another thing you need to understand, too, when it comes to loving yourself, when it comes to listening to yourself, the only true forgiveness is self-forgiveness. You've heard that holding on to a grudge is like holding on to a hot coal with the hope of throwing it at someone else, but never actually throwing it because you're the one who in the end gets burned. Being angry at someone else is like drinking poison and hoping the other person is going to die. You don't have control over what happens to them, but you have control over what happens to you. And as you gain love for yourself, you will be able to forgive yourself. And when you find the self-forgiveness, you will find it easier and perhaps even unnecessary to forgive the other people. I've had experiences with that recently. There was a situation I was very upset about and and very angry about, and I found myself very angry with this other person. And one night at work, about 2 o'clock in the morning, I just picked up a piece of paper and a pen, and I started writing. And what came out onto that piece of paper, I brought it with me, was two pages full of guidance from my higher voice. And what came out of this is this. I think you're angry with yourself for not standing up for yourself. You didn't speak up for yourself when you should have. You didn't defend yourself when you should have. Ultimately, you betrayed yourself by allowing these things. That is why you're angry. You want to show loyalty to yourself and you're angry with yourself for the self-betrayal. And when I recognized that and I was able to forgive myself for betraying myself, That's when I found forgiveness. That's all I got for you today. Remember, just because I say it doesn't mean it's true. I'm not trying to tell you what to think, but I am trying to get you to think for yourself.